This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey guys, what's going on? It's me, Andrew G. And before we get started with this really great episode with Ms. Juliana Resendez, she said, Andrew, you don't have to bring me nothing. I just want you to um, promote my business. And I said, of course, darling. Um, <laughs> so before we get started with this really great episode, I want to give a special shout out to JR Renovations with Ms. Juliana Resendez. Her and her team are local general contractors. They focus on residential and commercial renovations. So you can call them for a quote on the number on the screen and follow on social media at JR Renovations. Hit her up. She's going to have your whole little area looking cute, right? That's right. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much to JR Renovations. I had to do that. Just you didn't ask for a lot. I'm gonna do that for you. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate no, it. no cost, darling. <laughs> Let's get on with the episode, guys. Enjoy. Hey everyone, you're listening to the Public Affair with me, Andrew G. I see someone different every episode, but do me a favor, keep it between us. Hey guys, what's going on? It's me, Andrew G, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Public Affair. Um, before I get started, I want to use this opportunity, of course, to thank you guys so much for all the love and support that you show this show. Um, I try really, really hard to make sure we're as consistent and everything as possible, and you guys just really show out for me, and I really appreciate it. And big shout out to Rogue Media Network with Mike Hamilton and Allison Robles, always yes. on top of the episodes, making sure that get to me on time sound great and everything you guys work really hard you don't get the, enough praise thank you guys <laughs> before we get started with the queen <laughs> I have to make sure <laughs> that i give a shout out to a few more of our sponsors of the public affair this episode is brought to you by four brothers construction with my boy joe Olvera. he provides custom home designs and renovations he also focuses on roofing remodeling plumbing tree removal electrical work and more joe and his team of delicious men are building affordable dream homes yes. for you yes and i, I want to watch one day i can't wait for them to build my shower <laughs> <laughs> make sure you call the number on the screen for four brothers construction my boy joe Olvera, a longtime sponsor and friend i appreciate you bro thank you so much for everything you do for me of course to b and jerry finishing with my boy frank biza who focuses on resurfacing bathtubs counters sinks tiles and more to original showroom quality he offers five-year warranty on most work and has the best prizes in town he also offers inflatables mechanical bulls margarita machines tables chairs a foam machine and more making all your parties super lady kitty frank like does every single thing i saw this shower that he resurfaced or whatever the other day it had freaking paw prints on it i thought it was so it was cute it was cute like little dog paw prints. Okay. <laughs> uh, Frank, you are a true hustler. Thank you so much for being a longtime sponsor of The Public Affair. Of course, to my boy, David Santavanez with Alinea Real Estate, uh, the number one sales agent in his office to help you buy a home or sell your property. Follow him on Facebook at David with Alinea or call the number on the screen, darling. For all your real estate needs, David, I've worked with him personally to look for a home. It's such an easy process. It's so comfortable. He makes you feel all wanted and stuff. In the pause. <laughs> Thank you so much, David, for everything you've done for The Public Affair. I truly appreciate you. Ooh, of course, girl. If you haven't been here, Pee Wee's Crab Cakes on the go in Hewitt, Texas with Miss Anika Armstrong, that snack, serving the most authentic Cajun cuisine with a wide selection of signature crab cakes, pasta, seafood, and more. I had the bourbon pasta last night and I just rolled around in it. It was absolutely delicious. Now, my favorite is actually the blackened chicken seafood pasta. Get that one. And their top <laughs> recommended is the Southern Fried Catfish Special served with seafood pasta, potato salad, six fried shrimp, and the fish is topped with hudat sauce. And I'm not going to tell you what it is because you got to go to 108 Gym Drive in Hewitt or order online at Order Pee Wee's 
Cheese Crab Cakes on the go.com. Miss Anika Armstrong, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to my boy Marco Scodetta with Midway Nutrition, located at 511 North Hewitt Drive. He offers meal replacement shakes and delicious teas. My favorite are the Honey Nut Cheerios, the Gladiator, because it has like little almonds on top and it's like a little surprise at the end, and the Cherry Berry Tea. Oh, I just love rolling around in it after a good workout in the morning, so I don't feel too bloated, you know what I mean? Head over there for a delicious meal replacement. Marco Scodetta, thank you so much for all you've done for me in The Public Affair. I truly appreciate you, bro. I almost said go. And of course, to Sonia's event planning and rentals with Sonia Childers. She's an event planner that specializes in wedding, quinceañeras, baby showers, corporate events, and more, darling. Now she's appointments only, so make sure you reach out to schedule a consultation at Childers1994 at yahoo.com or call the number on the screen. Take the stress of planning your event off your shoulders because Sonia's got your back, darling. Sonia, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. I truly, truly appreciate you. All right, guys. So like I said, I've been really, really, I've been excited. I'm not gonna lie. I've been excited to have this guest on the show. It's been a long time coming. We only talked about it a year and a half ago. Um, we're gonna talk Has about. It's been that long. It's been a year and a half, girl. It's at least. Wow. Okay. Yes. And and um, you know what? She's a juggernaut in her own right. She's making her waves in town. She's got a lot to say. And I said, come on, the public fair and say it. So, <laughs> so without further ado, I'd love to welcome. Miss Juliana Resendez to the Public Affair with JR Renovations and JR CrossFit. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Well, I really thank appreciate you. Well, it. I appreciate you coming on. She had to fight traffic. Okay. Yes. Um, I think Horrible. You, you guys were having family time today, right? And yes. she, she said, I'm going to pencil you in. I, yeah. I got penciled in. I thought that was cute. Yeah. So, you know, it, you, you made a lot of, I guess, sacrifices and jumped a lot of hurdles to be here today. So I really want to tell you that I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you okay. having me. Of course. And, you know, I had Juliana. Um, because of you, we got to record that episode with Xavier Guerrero. That was a few episodes ago. Oh, she yeah. came and flamed forward my show my um my uh, stairs remember because mm-hmm. it was off yes. and shit. she just advised me that she busted her ass doing it i did not see that okay, yeah, so. it was comical yeah did you punch the ice and break it or i damn near broke my back <laughs> oh shit are you good though no i'm good you're good I'm all right good. perfect well you know i again i'm really grateful that you're here juliana um you know i i just i like to be candid on the show you know and i like okay. to talk about things i like to get things off my chest i think i think that's what people don't do these days and i don't like that yeah. I, I think that when people when there's obviously like the elephant in the room i like to just address it i think we got off on the wrong foot and I felt bad I felt bad I did I felt really bad because um, I never wanted you to feel okay so Juliana like hit me up obviously a lot of people mm-hmm. inquire about being on the show and um, when the show started I didn't know how many people were gonna yeah, hit me up true. yeah yes. um, at the time Juliana and it's not excuses I was so head buried busy like I was doing a full-time job and the radio station and the public affair. I couldn't meet no meetings. You're not the only person. Gotcha. Yeah, and I owe yeah. a bunch of people an apology. So I wanted to use this opportunity to tell you that I'm sorry. We never had that dinner date that I promised you we were going to do. Mm-hmm. We were going to have brunch at Butter My Biscuit. And um, she'd also reached out for prom- um, promotions advertising. Mm-hmm. So the way I do my um, sponsorships is that I never have two of the same yes. type of person because then it was like a, to me, because I've seen it in radio, causes conflict and yes. strife. So she, she wanted to do it with JR Renovations. I, I got the construction business. JR Crossing. Oh shit, I got the gym. And when were we going to have dinner? And I just I'm sorry. I, that's, I have You're no fine. excuses. Okay? I understand totally. So can we just let everybody know there's no animosity between us? None whatsoever. She, she never beat my ass, <laughs> <laughs> which she could. Right? Um, but yeah, I just, I have to say a lot of people really, they hit me up to be on the show and I can't get to everybody, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Then I have this weird thing in my head that's like, okay, this person would be good after this one and this one, this one. And then I was like, I, I got to get her. I just got to fit her in the puzzle. You know what I mean? And this is perfect timing. I say timing is everything. And you're here. You're here. So yes. thank you. Thank yes. you. And you don't drink, so we're just going to cheers to you being here. Yes, anyway. You got cheers. your Dr. Pepper. I got my Dr. Pepper. Yeah, you- I'm JR CrossFit, but I'm drinking Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Do you just not drink alcohol at all? Is that a thing? or? 
every once in a while I have a social drink. Like what's your drink of choice? Uh, Malibu, Sprite, okay. and Blue Crocker. I have never heard of Blue Crocker. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the stuff that makes the drink blue. Oh, uh, okay. Got you. Yeah. yeah no. Nah. Anyway, <laughs> so Juliana, um, let's, uh, now that we got that out of the way, thank you for letting me do that. Um, mm-hmm. Can you introduce yourself to us a little bit? Of, maybe if whoever doesn't know who you are, which, yeah, right. Can you tell <laughs> us a little bit about who you are and, and stuff like that? Introduce yourself to us, please, darling. Okay. So um, Juliana Resendez. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was born and raised in Lorena. So I'm a leopard through oh. and through. Yep. Um, country girl mm-hmm. at heart. Um, and kind of, Graduated from there mm-hmm. and kind of life <laughs> took its turn. Okay. And wasn't for the best whenever I was younger. Yeah. Uh, that's a whole rabbit hole that we can go down. Yeah, we sure uh, are. <laughs> basically, that's when sexuality is coming okay. out, all that jazz. I needed to find a home. Mm-hmm. People that, you know, accepted me and took a wrong path, uh-huh. uh, got out. And that's whenever I knew that I never, ever, ever want to feel the coldness of mm-hmm. the concrete floors mm-hmm. or hearing, uh, you know, a jail cell door close behind yeah. you. Like I promised myself that I would never go back there again. Okay. And so I really worked hard at redeeming my reputation okay. and, um, basically made amends to those that I had wronged in my life. Mm-hmm. And, um, started grinding yeah hustling for sure and now i am where i'm at today uh-huh. um and it, it, it's 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 because of those things that happened to me in my life i would never change those at okay. all. like they've made me the person that i am today right for sure um but um it's it's made me who I am. Yeah. And I've been grinding ever since I've gotten out. Okay. And and, and I will come to your defense. So you know when I moved to Texas, I lived in Lorena too. Mm, yeah, yeah. I was in Lorena for like three months. I, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I had to deepen my voice so hard as F because you know, it was at the time I was like, Hi, I'm Andrews. <laughs> Juliana, everybody bought it. Everybody yeah. bought it. They thought I was like that. You know what I mean? And now they watch the show like who the yeah. fuck? You know? <laughs> yeah. No, okay. So I'm pretty sure growing up in that small town, mm-hmm. um, because it is a relatively small town, especially yeah. in your day age, not to not to you know, I'm not doing your age. You know what I mean? You look great for how old you are. But, um, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of people probably didn't accept your sexuality. Would that be fair to say? That's fair to say. Okay. Um, whenever I turned 17, mm-hmm. I had one Miss Hispanic Waco. Okay. And so I was, I felt very pressured in the sense of I had to walk a certain way, talk mm-hmm. a certain way. Okay. And uh, my mom was like, you know, you probably need to start dating guys. And, oh, shit. You know, all this. Okay. So. I had to be somebody that I wasn't okay. at 17 years old. Right. And so I felt very trapped at that age. Mm. Um, and I didn't really have an outlet. I didn't have anywhere to turn to. Mm-hmm. I had been feeling these things, which at that point, everybody had already knew right. uh, about me. Um, right. But at, at that age, it was like, okay, I'm ready to bust at the scenes okay. here because I'm trying to be somebody that people want me to be, but I'm uh-huh. not this person. For sure. Um, and that's when my life was just took the wrong turn. Okay, I got you. So you go from being the, the pageant queen, or Miss mm-hmm. Waco. Okay. Yeah. And so were you dating guys at that time? I just, was. I okay. was dating a guy. And still to this day, he yeah. is one of my best friends. Oh. His family owns El Conquistador. It's Jesus Gonzalez. Oh, Jesus Gonzalez. Yes. What's up? Okay, okay. Is that my sponsor, Jesus Gonzalez? No. 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 Okay. He's okay. A, so Jesus is a, uh-huh. like a massage therapist. Oh, okay. Um, he worked for his family for a really long time. Okay. And now he does massage therapy. Is he hot? 
He is incredibly hot. Yeah. I can admit that. So yeah, okay, I okay. will tell you when a guy has a perfect physique right, and right. is handsome and uh-huh. he's very handsome. Okay. And will, his yeah. wife is even hotter. Oh, shit. Okay. So I'll tell you what. You take the wife and then I'll take him. And then we'll, <laughs> oh, no, no. She's happily married. No, we're not going to do that. Okay. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Yeah, listen, Julia, I'm just trying to find a man's here. All right. Nobody's, nobody's helping. All right. <laughs> um, okay. Shit. That went off the wrong. Yeah. You know what? Did you feel weird having to date guys? Because you probably knew that you were a lesbian your whole entire life. Yeah. Right. Like we. People, people, it's hard for people to believe that we were actually born this way. So what's crazy is that Mm -hmm. I was honest with him. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. So, but I mean, (laughs) think about it. High school boy. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm dating a girl that likes girls. So to him. Oh, he's over there. Yeah. Yeah. To him, he absolutely loved it. Um, (laughs) But um, it was, it was hard in the sense of Mm -hmm. like. I really, really cared for him a lot. But just that attraction as far as being able to be intimate right right was it was it did y'all try though was it like oh yeah we tried we tried plenty of times (laughs) (laughs) actually no okay so i can admit i can admit when i think that okay so like Mm -hmm. sex with the guy is not bad i I will never say no it is absolutely horrible i can't stand it no right um but the connection is not there it's very mechanical okay i got you I'm doing what I need to do. Let me stop lying. I don't got you because I can't. <laughs> I've tried. I, when I was in high school around that age as well, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I, I got to get with this girl. Yeah. And then we have to have the sex. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then and then I saw vagina for the first time in my life, Juliana. I was like, no, I can't. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all can keep that shit. I'm not. I'm not no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're done here. Yeah. So, so, okay. So you were honest to him about, hey, I'm yes. probably a lesbian. You know yes. what I mean? And then, so he was just like, eh. You know? Yeah. I yeah. mean, to him, he was dating Miss Hispanic Waco. He okay. had me as a girlfriend. Okay. I was arm candy. Yeah. I was actually older than him. Oh, okay. So, I mean, he had it all. Like, so he had everything. Do, do you think you were just, like, playing the game, so to speak? Like, it was just between the two of uh, you? Or? No, because he really did love me. Oh, okay. Yeah, he did. Okay. He did love me. Yeah. Um, I'm but sorry. But then I found out that... <laughs> He was having sex with another girl, and so I was just like, ah, yep, yeah, nope, not happening. Ain't that a man for yep. you? I, I was like, not God. happening. <laughs> not happening. <laughs> and you know what? Just for that, I'm, that's why I'm going with bitches. Because <laughs> they don't but do still that. still to this day, we're best friends. Uh, okay, we're that's really good. good friends. Yeah, that, I think that's really great. You know, I can't say that any... No, you know what's so funny? The the last girlfriend that I had, she's full-blown lesbian now, <laughs> which we did not plan that. You know, And I'm talking yeah. about, like, man lesbian. Like, she's got the... Like know, butch going on the, the bitchy haircut yeah. go- and I love her you know what I mean shout out to Jasmine in Florida but she's got <laughs> she's got the bitchy haircut going on is Look- she from here no 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 this is when I lived in uh, Miami Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, and so, God, yeah. So then we had the, it was great because we had the long distance relationship over the phone. So yeah. I don't have to kiss her. And, so, <laughs> and then that lasted about three days because the guys in high school were fine, Juliana. And I was like, hey, I can't tell you why I can't do this, but I just can't do this. And she acted <laughs> so heartbroken, that poor thing. And now, but now she's got like a long term girlfriend, I believe. And, you well, know, she's, she's doing good. Yeah. Doing her whole, you know, lesbian thing and stuff. You know, I, I definitely want to talk to you more about being um, a lesbian and such. But okay. r- real quick, um, you just, I, I got to. <sighs> I got to get to know you a little bit more after the Waco Awards. Mm-hmm. I got to go to the second half where you happened to win your award that night. Yes. Uh, you won the Mr. Mitch Davis Entrepreneur of the Year Award. Yes. Is that correct? Okay. Um, I have to tell you that I think that your speech was absolutely incredible. Well, I was sitting you. right there and I was like, it just it struck me. You know what I mean? And and you really like made a commitment to donate, you know, X amount of money. Yes. We're not, we're not going to put a little business out there. But, you know, X amount of money to the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what was, were you nervous making that speech and all? Or No. So uh-huh. one thing about me 
me that I've noticed throughout all the years mm-hmm. from being able to be in public. Um, a lot of people prepare. Okay. Uh, a lot of people write stuff down. Mm-hmm. I'm not like that. Okay. Um, I'm the type of person that it'll come to me whenever I'm up there. Right. And I feel whatever is in the moment. Okay. And that's just kind of whatever I was feeling. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were feeling it really, really well. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I think I really think that you struck a chord a lot. And I made my little I, I was not there except my. I thing. know. I noticed that. Girl, I, I told them I was busy that day. Right, Mike? We recorded three shows that day. <laughs> my, my, right. Thank you. My soccer team um, won a championship. That mm-hmm. was a soccer team. Shout out to the soccer team. And we had a party for them. And I told whoever, I was like, hey, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. Yeah. And then when I won the award, everybody in the world was texting me. I was like, yeah. I better go. You know what I mean? So I was really happy I got to see you accept that award and everything. So congratulations to that. Thank I know you. you really wanted that award, you yes. know, and you, you're a great entrepreneur in your own entrepreneur in your own right. Um, you know what? I want to definitely talk to you more about being gay and stuff like that. I want to talk to you. I think you went to the penitentiary and all yes. that from what I, okay. I want to get into all that good okay, stuff. Okay. But we're go. going to take a quick little break real quick. Okay. And when we get back, we're going to talk more about Juliana being a lesbian. We're going to talk more about her jail time and we're going to talk to <laughs> about more how she became a successful entrepreneur in her own right. And an absolute queen here in right. I can say queen, queen That's here in Waco. Queen. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll be right back with more of the public affair. Everybody stay tuned. <laughs> hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this really fun episode of the public affair. Ms. Juliana Resendez. Before we continue with the episode, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to a few more of the sponsors of The Public Affair. This episode is brought to you by Elite Barbershop with my boy Sid Rodriguez, located on Hewitt Drive. You can call the number on the screen to book or download the Cut app, and they take walk-ins as well. They also got Marcus Guerrero, Chris Reyes, Santos Cordova, David Rodriguez, and Isaac Chavez. All snacks, making you look super snacky, especially Marcus. Um, thank you so much to Elite Barbershop for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. I truly appreciate you, bro. Um, of course, the Jesus Gonzalez for Brothers Concrete Construction, as well as talking about <laughs> Specializes in concrete work like slabs, driveways, pool decks, patios, sidewalks, and more. I can't wait for him to build me an underground pool in my future chateau that David will help me find one day. It's going to be, watch them do it. I can't wait. I can't wait for all these men to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, gorgeous work. Follow on Facebook to see at Brothers Concrete Construction or call the number on the screen for your free estimate. To Jesus Gonzalez, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to Julian and Ana Banda with Banda's Hauling Service. You might want to take yes. this number down, girl. Uh, rent dump trailers. You fill it up and they haul it away. They also do junk removal and tree rush removal and haul cars in and out of town. I definitely feel like it's one of those things that you don't think you need and, yeah. then, you, and then you need it and Bandas is right there on call. Book now with the number on the screen to Bandas Hauling Service. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode and of course, to one of my obsessions, Jay Petal and Poke with Junior Fuentes, Thomas Robertson, yes. the entire family. Have you been? Yes. Have you, oh, oh my, I love rolling around yeah. in their delicious, savory Japanese crepes and their poke bowls. They also have handcrafted high rolled ice cream for dessert. You choose from the menu item or create your own, like I like to do, because I like to be in control, even though I'm a little <laughs> bit submissive. <laughs> Locations on University Parks Drive and Hewitt Drive, or you can order online at jpedaltx.com. Thank you, Jay Petal and Poke, so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. All right, guys, I, I'm so excited to get back into this episode with Ms. Juliana Resendez. Get the popcorn and the tea because it's about to get steamy, <laughs> darling. Here we go. Hey guys, welcome back to this episode of The Public Affair with Ms. Juliana Resendez. So I definitely wanted to talk to her a little bit more about being gay in the arena, having a boyfriend and a man's, and end up ending up in the penitentiary, mm-hmm. I believe. Whose ass are you kicking over there, girl? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, okay, so so you have the boyfriend, okay? You mentioned yes. that 17 years old, um, and then he cheats on you with another woman, men. And, you know, that's why I'm just <laughs> team side piece over here, Juliana. I can't. No commitments for me. Just let me know when you want to come over and we're going to do this, all right? <laughs> Except when I have the surgery Monday, I'm going to be out of commission for a minute. Anyway, okay, so talk to me a little bit about when your life started veering off. Because you mentioned that, I think, in your speech for the Wake Awards that you spent some time in jail and stuff yes. like that. Everything just started going great. I mean, were drugs involved in all that, or can you tell us a little yeah. bit about Yeah, so, okay. okay, so 17 years old, mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm in Spotlight, Mrs. Panic Waco, mm-hmm. and um, graduating high school, going into college, and 
Long story short, I end up getting involved with the wrong crowd. Mm -hmm. And I get involved with the wrong crowd is because at that time, it wasn't as accepted as it is in today's world. Right. Um, And for me, I was just looking for a place to be accepted, people to hang out with. Mm -hmm. And I ended up hanging out with people that were heavily involved in drugs, not okay. drugs as in like the dirty drugs as right. in crack and meth and okay. heroin and all that. No uh, I was, yeah, no, none okay. of that. I was like the party scene. I was right. the ecstasy. I was going to raves, mm-hmm. uh, smoking weed, that kind of stuff. Right. Not, you Co- know, Coke the dirty, okay. not that okay, yeah. bell me type. Oh. You know, stuff. <laughs> yeah, nothing yeah, okay. um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was more of like the fun party stuff. Okay. Okay. Got you. But then it started to take its toll. Mm. I went from being somebody that was hustling it. I've always made money. Okay. I've always been a hustler. Right. 24-7. You will never find me broke. Okay. Ever. Okay. So even at that age, mm-hmm. I was hustling, um, selling drugs. Right. Uh, more or less ecstasy, going to raves. Okay. And um, at that point, I started to become more of a user. Oh. Then selling. Okay. And that's when things started to take its toll. Right, right. So then I'm in a in a, in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, it was my first girlfriend that I okay. had had, like serious girlfriend. Okay, gotcha. Like you. in love, like over the moon, mm-hmm. and relationships started to get bad. Mm. Relationships started to get in bad because I found out that she's cheating on me with my best friend, which was a guy. <sighs> can't trust nobody god damn so, <laughs> okay oh my god i walk in julia yeah okay go ahead sorry go go go, go. okay i walk in uh-huh. and yes he's he's yes. he's doing things yes we're talking about some chinese food yep. oh no no man and so chopsticks everything De- dead me. i would have he would have came up they so both came up missing go ahead i seen red <laughs> yeah you know yeah. i seen red uh-huh and um, I ended up catching a family violence misdemeanor case. Okay. Um, I was put on probation. Whose ass did you beat? His or hers or both? Can we say hers? Hers. Okay. You, you didn't really. Well, he tucked and ran off. Yeah. Don't you hate? Okay, anyway, go ahead. And <laughs> like, I just remember seeing red. Okay, got gotcha. you. And literally, ever since whenever I got out, mm-hmm. well, even before I went out, I remember mm-hmm. there was this time that I was looking in a jail cell in this distorted ass mirror that they had. Yeah, for sure. And I remember thinking to myself that I will never, ever, regardless of the circumstances, will I ever lay my hand on another woman again. Right. I was 18 at the time. Still okay. no, ex- no, I'm sorry, 17. Still no right. excuse. I was a baby, um, but it should have never happened right, regardless right. of the circumstance. Um, but that's easier said and done whenever you're putting that situation. I, I, yes. So um, I uh, get on a probation for that Mm -hmm. and still doing drugs, still not doing the right thing. And we're out at this party Uh um, and I see this guy there that owes me some money. Oh, um, he some, owes me some, some like some money. Yes. Okay. Like basically I'd fronted him some money okay. or some, some, uh, weed. Right. And he was supposed to pay me and it was uh-huh. like $1,600. So to me, that's $1,600 is $1,600. Now it's not nothing to me, but <laughs> I would let that fly. Right. Um, but back then I was like, that's 1600 bucks. Okay. So are you saying that it's not nothing to you because there's a lot more money coming in with the drugs? Like $1,600 is kind of just like chump well, change right now in my life. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like now that I look at, it, I would have been mm-hmm. like $1,600 and shit. It's not worth what happened to me behind Baby, that. Baby, I still got to pay off this iPad. You better calm down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. We just started over here. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. So <laughs> I, um, we're at this party and it's me, uh-huh. my ex and my roommate at the time. Yeah. And we pop some Xanax bars. Okay. Um, and Xanax, you can be fully awake, mm-hmm. partying, and completely blacked out. Wow. So all I know from the police records uh-huh. is we follow this dude to his house. Okay. Okay. 
and my ex-girlfriend uh-huh. goes through a window. My roommate goes through the front door and I'm sitting in the car and I'm like, and still to this day, there is parts of this that I do not remember. Because of the ecstasy. Uh, no, because of the Xanax. The Xanax, excuse me. Yes, okay. because of the Xanax. Uh-huh. Um, I vaguely remember telling my ex, don't break the window. Okay. And honestly, I don't. Still to this day, they say that the guy wasn't there at the house. Okay. But I remember following him there. Okay. So I don't know how he wasn't at the house. Right, Those right. are still things that are like gaps in our memory. And right. I've never actually gotten the full story. Yet. Okay. Um, so. When you're saying ex-girlfriend, is this a different girlfriend? This is not the one that you assaulted. This is a different girlfriend? No, it's the same one. It's the same girl. Okay. Same so girl. you guys got back together. Same girl. You skipped that whole part. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Same, <laughs> okay. Girl. Okay. same girl. Okay. And um, we, uh, I remember waking up that next morning okay. and I hear a knock on the door and it's the police. And I look over at my ex and I'm like, mm-hmm. and we had cameras in our house. And I okay. was like, why are the police here? Dang. And so roommate comes running in, busting through my uh, bedroom door. And he's like, what the fuck happened last yeah. night? And I remember I was like, we literally look over on the side of our bed mm-hmm. and we have some DVDs okay. uh, projector uh-huh. and that's it. Literally, that's what was taken from the house. Oh, wow. And so my girlfriend at the time says that she told him, we're going to take this because you haven't paid us the 1600 bucks. Oh. But what's crazy is that the projector was was actually in my name. I had actually (laughs) bought the projector. Okay. He did some flooring work from me back then. So I told him, you're going to owe me for the projector. Okay. And then weeks later, he came and bought some weed from me or I fronted some weed to him. Okay. So he... Was supposed to owe me that right. and the projector. When you say friend and weed, that means you gave him the weed, but he has to pay you back. Yes, he has to pay you back. Okay, I, with yeah. interest. Okay, <laughs> with interest. Okay, right? this is so interesting. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yeah. Go so, ahead. um, she goes in and she takes it. Yeah. And so I'm sitting in the car, and I, and I literally tell the police, "Hey, this projector is in my name, and I have a receipt for it." Yeah, for sure. And they said it doesn't matter. You uh-huh. you broke into a house and you took property that was yours but on their premises Wait, what? <laughs> and so we got arrested okay yeah we got arrested for it wow crazy thing is is that i told the police that um even after everything had happened with me and my girlfriend uh-huh. i had knew that if i had gotten in trouble mm-hmm. that that was going to mess up my probation okay so i took the rap oh okay. and i told her don't say anything Don't say nothing at all. Right. Um, And they ended up still giving her, it was adjudicated probation, so it's not even on her record anymore. Right, okay. Never had a traffic ticket in my life. Wow. Never been in trouble. Uh Uh-huh. Never had gone to jail. Uh Uh-huh. Nothing. And was standing in front of the judge, and they gave me eight years penitentiary. Eight years? Eight years. For stealing a projector? That was mine. That was yours. <laughs> now, did the drugs have anything to do? They were like, okay, well, we found some like of this and that. Like, so they think- didn't find any of that there. Okay, yeah, they didn't find none of that there. So thank God I was never arrested for right. any of that. Okay, um, but uh, of those eight years, I had to do 
five years. Okay, okay. So I did five years of so, prison time. So what's going through your mind when the judge tells you, you know, hey, you're about to spend this much time in jail? I mean, does do you feel like your life is over at that point or, or what? Well, we were fighting really hard because I was 17 at the time right. the crime was committed. Okay. So I was still a minor. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that they didn't indict me until I was 18. Oh. So for the longest time, we tried to fight that. Right. Um, and the judge wasn't buying it. There was plenty, Literally, yeah. I was made an example at the court. It right. was, we're going to make an example of you. Not okay. so much in those words, mm. but we tried to fight, say, I've never been in trouble. We tried right. to tell them, hey, you know, I'm on drugs. You know, mm. try to put me in um, drug rehabilitation, something right, along right. those matters. Do you, do you feel at this point that it was a fair judgment or do you think, do you still have like hold resentment towards that? No, I don't hold any resentment okay. towards it. Okay. Um, simply because I wholeheartedly believe that life happened the way that it was supposed to Absolutely. happen. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, I remember whenever I was arrested, <sighs> there was a part of me that was kind of, I was angry. Yeah. Um, I was angry with my ex. Mm-hmm. I was angry with the situation. Right. Uh, because I didn't believe that it was fair that I was the only one that was there. Yeah. Um, but time healed all those things. Mm-hmm. And I actually did go through a drug rehabilitation inside of there. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I, I realized a lot of things while I was in there and it was, you couldn't hold anybody else accountable for your wrongdoings. Right. So that's when I really took a look in the mirror and really um, confronted my demons that were inside of me. Okay. Why am I doing what I'm doing? What mm. is causing me to use drugs? Why do I have this void? Okay. And a lot of it boiled down to my sexuality. Right. Because I didn't feel accepted. So so when you say that you weren't feeling accepted, was that including your family and everybody? Like yes. Okay. Oh yes, yes. Wow. Okay. So what was it like when you when you tell like your parents, hey, I'm I'm gay? Like, you know what I mean? So I was actually nine. Okay. Um my mom knew at a very early age. They, they always uh, know. Yeah, they knew Absolutely. at a very early mm-hmm. age. And my mom was very particular about I couldn't really spend the night with girls. Okay. Um I she really kind of wanted me to dress certain ways. Right. Um, I was raised as a Jehovah's Witness. Oh, so oh, it was very strict <laughs> yeah. in the household. Yes. No, you know, no Christmases. Now, uh, they started being lenient on that a little mm-hmm. bit later on. Um, but other than that, my mom was pretty strict on like, you're going to be in softball. You're mm-hmm. going to be in sports. You're going to be in school. It was very st- like she ran a tight ship there. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I got you. You know, I want to talk to you a little bit about the jail, though. Okay, okay. so you're in the jail, right? And you're mm-hmm. about to spend five, eight years or whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. All right, do you start off as you strike me as the type of person that you were in there and you were kind of gangster? <laughs> like, like how much? Like orange is the new black. I shit. was gonna say how, how much of it is like orange is the new black. <laughs> Uh, so it is clicky. Okay. It is clicky in there. It's nowhere near as bad as a men's penitentiary. Okay, got um, you. But luckily for me, when I went in, you have to think I was a baby. I was 17. I had just turned 18 right. years old. Um, so I there was this Mexican lady that kind of took me underneath her wing. Mm. Um, and if I can honestly say that if it wasn't for her... Um, it's, you can very easily get hurt in there, right. uh, going in with the wrong attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're too, uh, if your demeanor is just too strong, like I don't take any shit from anybody mm-hmm. that can get your ass beat. If you go them. in yeah. there and you're too submissive, that'll get your ass taken. Um, so luckily for me, this older lady kind of took me in mm-hmm. and she showed me the ropes whenever I first got Okay. Out. I'm not going to lie. I'm definitely going to take the submissive route if that ever happens <laughs> to me. Cause I like being submissive anyway. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to go in there and be like, okay, who's, who's bitch am I? Today, today, okay? I don't want none of this going down the road. I want it now. Let's get it out of the way. You know, Juliana, you you do strike me as a type, though, that probably would have went in there a little bit, like, aggressive. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so were you you nervous? Or, like, how did it all work? Like, I don't necessarily say that I was nervous. I'm the type of person that kind of 
takes life as it's coming at me. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I did have more of a hard approach, mm-hmm. um, even though I was a kid. But my family, like the rescindist side of the family, is constantly always in and out of jail really? all the time. Like oh, wow. that's just my fa- that side of the family is just kind of known for that. Okay. Um, so I was exposed to people kind of coming in and out all my life. Right. Um, so their demeanor was more of like a, you know, that type, okay. you know, like okay. chin up, you know, chest puffed out. Uh, so when I went in, I, I didn't let anybody know that I was scared. I right. didn't let anybody know that um, I was worried about what nighttime would bring that okay. kind of stuff. Uh, but I didn't take any shit from anybody. Okay, gotcha. At all. So did you find yourself in like sticky situations? In oh jail? yeah. When I first got in there, but uh-huh. it was about a week. Whenever I got in there, there uh-huh. was this uh, black lady that approached me uh-huh. and. Um, we went to blows. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was, it. now that I look back at it, that was the moment that I was being tested. Okay. Um, and nobody ever really messed with me after, after that. that? Okay. Now, <laughs> I can tell you that I got my ass handed to me. Right. It was a big black girl. Oh. And I got my ass handed oh, she, to me. She whooped that ass? But <laughs> I can tell you this, uh-huh. she knew I was there. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, it, and really in there, that's what matters. Okay. Like, if if anybody would have seen that I would have been submissive, but I held my own. Okay, got you. So, so did y'all become friends after that or something? Or? Uh, no, but it was more of a mutual respect after that. Oh, like, okay. Don't fuck with me. And like, I I'm not going to fuck with you. you. Like, yeah. we good? Okay. Yep. You, you want your bread today? No yep. type shit. Don't fucking take my commissary. <laughs> <laughs> did you, so did you, you know, because I asked you earlier, like, if it's how much of Orange is the New Black is like prison. Did you have like a prison girlfriend or how did that all work? Tell us so all the good stuff, So that is Juliana. rampant in there. But yeah. the problem is, is that you have so many girls that are going in there that are coming off drugs or uh, okay. like nasty mm, or yeah. like it's very rare to find pretty girls in there okay and my standard is pretty high so okay so but you like the pretty girls is what we're saying you like the nice femme yes. types <laughs> so, so i like lipsticks and there's very, there's not a lot of those in there <laughs> okay i got you so you didn't really have a present girlfriend at the time okay mm-hmm. was there any other situations in jail that you can tell us a little bit about i mean i mean it was five years you probably went through some shit i've in seen there. a lot of shit happen to other girls in there okay gotcha. there are times when people are placed on units that shouldn't be on those units like mm. uh, women that are doing lifetime uh for killing babies or right, doing right. shit like that and then you've got somebody that's going in there for five years where they should never be housed with those type of people. Uh, okay, like gotcha. ever. And you have to think these people don't have shit to lose. Mm-hmm. And then you've got somebody going in there that's five years and trying to pearl out in two years. Mm-hmm. And these people will fuck with you just just to do it because they don't have nothing else to do. Right, for sure. So I've seen a lot of things that happen to where um, you had to turn your head. And I think and throughout my entire lifetime, that was probably some of the most pivotal hardest moments that I've ever had to go through was to not involve myself in situations that could get me killed. Okay, I got you. Yeah. So, I mean, do you think that your life is pretty much over at that point? I mean, you spend so much years, you probably think you're going to spend eight, what, eight years in prison, right? Mm -hmm. And so are you just thinking, you know, hey, there's not going to be an out for me after this, or like my life is over, I might as well stay here. What's going through, you know, I have a brother that's Mm -hmm. in prison right now. Mm -hmm. Um, He deserves to be in there for what he did. And I haven't said what it is live. I'll tell you after the show. But um, he's in there for an extra amount you know, a good Mm -hmm. amount of time. And so I wonder if you think is my life is over when I get out. I'm better off staying here. You know what I mean? I think I sulked for about a year. Okay. Uh, And then after that, it was, what can I do to better my, cause I was still a kid. So Mm -hmm. I knew that when I got out, I would be fairly young. Okay. I would still be of age to where I could still 
offer, like I could be in a relationship. I could still have a family. I right. could still have kids. I could still do all this stuff. Um, so no, it was after that year that I was like, I'm going to get out sooner than what I'm supposed to. Okay. Um, and that's when I started grinding. I started taking classes, right. doing all the things that are cliche with prison right. classes. Start going to um, church and stuff. Mm, yeah. So I started doing all those things, getting uh-huh. myself involved in stuff. Um, but it was after that first year that I was like, I'm I'm not going to be the victim. Okay, I got you. So you get out of prison, right? At this point, what are you like, 25, 24, something like yeah, that? Yeah, 25. Okay, so you're out of prison. What's going on now? Do you do you sing the jailhouse blues? Like I'm into Jesus now, or you know, like no, like, okay. nope, never. I never came out like, oh, I'm going to be, you know, walking this line with Christ. Now mm-hmm. I've always contributed uh, my success to Him Absolutely. because of Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was never this. I have never. You know and, what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, okay. yeah. and I've never been the type of person, and I don't down people for this, mm-hmm. but there are people that are, um, you know, ex-users, uh, addicts and stuff, and they're like, if I don't go to an AA meeting, I'm going to use the next day. Mm. Well, I'm not putting my faith in that. Like, okay. I'm not putting all my chips into that because if I have to rely so hard on an AA meeting or a sponsor or I'm not doing something right in my life. Okay. So it was finding that balance within myself, right. not going around old people places and things and hanging out with people that didn't give two shits about me whenever I was in there. Right. Um, and it was really about, I'm about to go to college Okay. and I'm about to work my way up my career ladder. Got you. So I started busting my ass when I got out of prison. Did prison time make you realize who was really there for you and who yes, wasn't? Absolutely. Okay. 100%. How much of that was hurtful? Um, it was a wake up call. Okay. Yeah. It was a wake up call. Okay. Got you. Would, you sure. would you say a lot of your family supported you? My mom and my dad were there every other weekend. Okay. So that was surprising to me in the sense of like my mom knew about my lifestyle. She Mm -hmm. knew, you know, that the reasoning behind me being there was because my relationship was so bad with my ex-girlfriend at the time. Right. And, um, what's crazy is even after I got out, my mom did not accept my lifestyle fully up until she lost a family member that hung herself because her family didn't accept her lifestyle. Oh wow. Okay. And so I remember that my mom crying called me. It was just hysterical. And I was like, what's going on with you? And I was probably 31 at the time. Okay. And she was just like, I just want to tell you that I'm sorry. I'm sorry for not ever accepting you. And it was ever since then is when my mom just was like, she's like, this is it. This is it. Oh wow. That's pretty powerful, Julia. And I have to say, you know, um, I I can kind of relate. I just want to share this too. You know, when I came out as gay, the parents knew. They But when I came out as gay to my mom, Mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing, and I talked to my cousin about this the other day, um, I think their biggest fear was because like AIDS is is so high in like my community specifically. They, I had an uncle that was gay and died Mm -hmm. of AIDS. And I think they thought I was going to go down the same path. They're worried about that. And and now my dad watches the show because I say in every other episode that nobody shoots up this club. (laughs) You know what I mean? No, no, because because I'm aware. You know what I mean? Like I promote being a drunk slutty whore all the time, but I'm also never that drunk where it's like, hey, you better put this on or we're not doing shit you know what i mean so it's good to know that now would you would you say your dad was pretty accepting from the beginning or did he have a hard time no my dad was Mm -hmm. actually more of the laid back one oh okay my dad was the one that was like he didn't really quite talk about it it was Mm -hmm. just kind of understood got you uh my mom was the vocal one yeah yeah Uh, she was the one that was like there's no room for a grave center like that in our household uh (laughs) god doesn't accept that you know that kind of stuff um, so my mom was the one that was more in my face. My okay. dad was the one that was like, 
is what it Chill. is. Chill. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let's go build something. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So you're, you're starting to turn your life around. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're going to college. You're you know doing all these things. Um, at what point do you become? I mean, you own these really great tycoons, mm-hmm. JR Renovations. You own JR CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Um, b- b- a number of things probably. Yeah. Okay. Um, at what point do you say, you know what? I'm gonna just become my own boss. I mean, were, were jobs not lining up because you were in prison for so long, and this no. is the only avenue, or yeah. So when I got out, uh, went to school. I graduated with two bachelor's degrees, and Dog. I was a supervisor at Sanderson Farms. I oh. think that's where everybody goes when hey, they Scooby get out. Scooby said right? he was at Sanderson Farms. Yeah, everybody's yeah. like, we're gonna go to Sanderson Farms because okay. I got my foot in the door and I worked my way up to a supervisor. Okay. Well. Um, to me, I did not see myself in that career path at all. Mm. So I was actually going to school to be a nurse. I got oh. all the way up to my third semester, was going into my fourth semester, and I was, I literally, I 4.0 GPA, Damn. the cream of the cream, in order to even get into a nursing school, you right. have to have a 4.0 GPA. Okay. And so I'm carrying this throughout all my nursing school, and then I, I remember just waking up one day, and I'm like, this is not what I want. Mm. And I, I was a project manager for a company at the time. So I'd already had experience with construction. Right. And I just remember thinking to myself, I do not want to make somebody else's dreams. Like I don't want to make somebody else profitable when I know oh. what to do. Yeah, for sure. And the factors of me going to prison did help in that equation in the mm-hmm. sense of I never got my fa- the doors closed in my face. Never had the doors closed. And it's gotcha. just because my experience and my reputation preceded myself. And I had no problem sitting across from a table and saying, yeah. hey, I just want to let you know before you hire me and you do a background check, this is what's going to be on it. Okay. Don't waste my time. I know what I can bring to the yeah. table. If you can't look past that, then let me go down the street where I, I know somebody else is going to hire we, we me. We good. Yeah. yeah. Please. Okay. So, um, I'm hungry. Yeah. And literally, <laughs> I woke up that day and I was like, I have money in my bank account. Uh-huh. I'm not going to do this. Yeah. And I just took that leap of faith and <sighs> I started up my own gym. Okay. And um, worked from the gym and then slowly started getting into the renovation portion of okay, things. Okay, got you. And now I'm running both of those companies. Geez, just a tiger. So, so you just decide, you know, did you drop out of nursing school? Is that what happened? Yep, or, okay. Out. Do yep. you, do you have any regrets for that? Because I feel like nursing, not to say that these other two businesses are not um, something that you can fall back on either, but I feel like everybody's going to need a nurse. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, so not necessarily because I'm okay. glad that I actually went Four semester is all about preceptorship. Mm-hmm. So everything that I learned from the first or the third semester uh, is anatomy and physiology yeah. and it applied to JR CrossFit. Oh, okay. So I needed to know about how oh, yeah. the body interacted with one another. I mm-hmm. needed to know about the anatomy because that really helped with the gym. Yeah, for sure. So oh, no, okay. I don't regret that. Did you have a lot of doors closed in your face because of your background? As I did. You did? Okay. Yeah, I did. Was it? Did it be, ever become discouraging to you, Juliana? You were no, like, screw this it shit. it pissed me off. Did it really? <laughs> Yeah, it really did. Wow. It, it really okay. made me think like any time and still to this day, okay. if somebody looks at me differently mm. or if somebody is like, don't work with her, don't use her business, mm. or if somebody has something to say about me, okay, all they're doing is making me level up. Oh, okay. That's got all you. they're doing. So that's how you like kind of. Yeah, that's motivation. For yeah. Me. Okay. Got you. Do you, do you, I was going to ask, do you find yourself, because I think maybe it's not fair to say in this day and age, and you correct me if I'm wrong here. Do you think a lot of people do doubt you because you're a woman or, and stuff like that? Like, you know, oh, she can't have a construction business. She don't know what the fuck she's doing or, you know, that. that. I think I faced a lot of that okay. about four years ago. Okay. Um, that's whenever I, I mean, I'm in a male dominated industry right. straight up, Okay. but I'll hold my own. 
I can mm. piss just as far as you can. <laughs> so really, that's that's how the approach that I take. And right. I'm more of a let me show you. I don't want to sit here and spit box with you. Okay. Give me the opportunity to show you what I can bring to the table. Right. So and that's how I've gained my respect. I was going to say, so how much of that did you have to do? I mean, did you find yourself doing that more often than not? Or did people usually yeah. kind of give you a chance? Uh, no. So I did. For, for a while, I had to work in, you know, in the mm. gutters. Like uh, I had a mentor from a long time ago. And still to this day, he is every piece of information this man has given me mm-hmm. has applied to every aspect of my business. Okay. And um, one of the things that he told me, is it doesn't matter if you're sweeping or if it doesn't matter if you're running a multi-million dollar company, right. you're going to treat every level of this job in the same mannerism okay. and with, hold it within the same respect and have its yeah. values. Um, so for me, I didn't care whether or not if I was sweeping that broom or if Mm. I was coming in my Big Mac truck and, you know, had all these bells and whistles with me. I was going to perform that job regardless in the same value that I'm supposed to. Right. And um, that's whenever I was getting my self-respect for people were looking at it saying, hey, she really is trying her hardest to try to do what she needs to do to gain that. Okay, I got you. What's his name? Whose name? The, the guy who you were talking about just now. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to give us? No, no uh, There's a few of them. Oh, yeah, okay, there's gotcha, a few okay. guys that yeah. are like, um, we're going to see what you can bring to the table. Okay, got you. And, and now you when I look at it, I'm like, where are you at? Today? Oh, darling. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know it was. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll leave it at that then. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you, you are very strong minded, Julianne, mm-hmm. I will say. You know, which I, I, I made a post the other day. Um, on Facebook, I don't know if you saw it or not. Um, if you let, the, if what was it? Fuck! If you let them walk all over you, yes. Um, they, what the hell did I say? It was something along those lines. You know yeah. what I mean? If you don't, um, if you don't stand up for yourself, they'll yes. walk all over you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so you strike me as that type of person as well. Um, you don't take no bullshit, no nothing. Okay, you're running two businesses and stuff. Were you ever perceived as the bitch? Like, do you think? That oh, that's, all the time. Do you think that that's fair? All them? the time. I'm yeah. still perceived as that. Okay. Uh, I mean, just as of. I, I mean, now okay. um, there are some times where I'm working with clients um, and I can honestly say it's never been a female. Oh, really? So, it's always uh, dudes. It's always guys. Okay. Um, for instance, right now, I've got two projects where mm-hmm. um, craftsmanship was never an issue. Mm-hmm. Their complaint was, I don't like working with her. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I understand that we have to have, um, you know, service is a right. big thing in it. But at the end of the day, if I'm providing craftsmanship that is just blowing other people out of the water, right? like, I just don't feel the need to always have to coddle you. Okay, I got you. you know? So do you think that a lot of people find you difficult to work with because of that? Uh, I would probably say if you put it into about 100%, about mm-hmm. 20, 20% of that, they okay. find it difficult to work with me. But it's because I'm so direct and I'm right. so forward. Right. And if you can't handle it, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I agree with you. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would rather be perceived as that, yeah. you know, but I want my shit done right. You know yes. what I mean? And uh, Shout out to my team. We have a really good team here. You know? <laughs> me, Mike, and Allison. You know what I mean? You know, several yeah. bumps in the road. I think it's fair to say. Right, but we, we we handle shit, you know. And we we I, I always say it's always good to have a really good team around yes. you. You know what I mean? Yes. And, and when it comes to like these two producers, my producer and the editor and everything, we have just an understanding. And you yeah. like it this way, Allison's doing it this way, Mike is here. We're People all know my expectations. Okay, gotcha. They know me from the very beginning. Did you find that? Did you think that it was gonna? You were gonna have to kind of um, tone it down a bit in the beginning, or were you always like, this is how it is, get over it, and that's it? So yes, I have. So I've okay. noticed along the way that. 
I can't always be because I am who I am. So right. I do find myself in situations to where I'm like, okay, I can't be this hard on mm. an employee or I can't expect them to, I can't set these expectations because right. what I know, what I can do, they may not be able to do it. Okay. So there are times where I've had to have, I've had my teeth kicked in yeah. in business. Okay. And that's, those are very humbling um, situations to have that mm. happen to you. I, I like that you said that. I really do. I'm going to show that particular clip to one of my friends. I just had a conversation. Shout out tomorrow. I just had a conversation with him about mm -hmm. that. And I'm going to show him that because I like that you, that you use that analogy. That's really good. Yeah. Um, it's good. That It's good. Yeah, it's every good. business owner needs to have their teeth kicked you, in. You have to take your L every once in a while. Yes. You're yeah. not always going to be the best. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I think it's I think it's a humbling experience. And yeah. I think that that's how you become more successful. Because there's always yeah. people out there. I will always say there are people out there that are better than me. Mm -hmm. There are people out there that I can learn from. Right. So if I ever walk into a situation like I know everything, there is one thing about me that I will tell you I am not comfortable with this. Right. I probably won't be good enough for this so you probably should hire somebody so i know where my level ends okay. and where it begins yeah for sure do you find yourself in a situation like that more often than not or do you stay pretty confident and like you know what i can do this shit i stay pretty confident in it okay. um and if i don't know i'm gonna find a way do you think it's not fair i don't think it's fair now that i know you <laughs> do you think it's not fair for people to perceive you bitchy because you're so confident like, do you, do you think that that's like a double standard? Like if a man is doing that, then he's like, you know, oh, you know, he knows what he's doing. But if she's like coming over confident, she's like, nah, that bitch, you know, she's yeah. a bitch. She's hard to work with this and that. I think that's a lot of self-reflecting on them. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think you should probably look at why you perceive me that way. Right. For sure. And, and I'll do some self. If somebody steps to me and says, hey, you're a bitch. Yeah. Okay. Tell me the problem, but come with a solution. Please. Don't you like talking things out? That's Come with the solution. Yes, for sure. Like, I'm that way. Like, if you have a problem with me, great. Let's talk let's about talk it. Let's talk about it. But also yes. tell me what I can do to better it. I and then I will right. I will reflect on that. And yeah. if I'm in the wrong, I'll tell you, I was in the wrong. I apologize for that. Can I just share that in this business, I have encountered that one time so far. Mm -hmm. And I'm upset that that person won't have a sit down with me. I'm upset with why, like, why will you not, like, do you not think I'm approachable? Do you not think that we can talk about this? Did I do something that, what did I do that pissed you off to me? Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I'm actually in that same situation mm -hmm. right now. Somebody that I would have never thought literally sent this guy text message after text message. Right. Hey, this is my concern. This is what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. um, I need you to communicate. Right. For sure. Ghost. Wow. And I'm okay. like. You are on social media every day, mm. putting your business out there mm. like you're approachable. And, okay. I, and I've messaged you and told you, hey, what's going on? OK, nothing. Right. Now, I will say that um, I as much as we are like that, because I like to just nip shit. And that's why in the beginning of this episode, I just wanted to really just lay that out there. And yeah. I felt like you deserved that for sure. And um, I just like to, I'm the type of person that likes to just get the shit over it. Let's have a conversation. Yes. Let's talk about how we can move forward. Are yeah. we going to hate each other after this? Or are we going to be cool? Yeah. Or do uh, we need to go to the backyard okay. and then shake hands afterwards? Right. Yeah. Now, now, now I can't go to the backyard. Junior. <laughs> I can't fight. I'm never going to take it that far. But I will say with this one particular instance, maybe that person needs time we're in yes. the same we're in the same little field yep. and I, I think that person needs time but i want that person to know as well as much as i'm upset that you won't give me the time of day we we deserve yeah we owe it to each other to have a sit down 
as two men. Yeah. Because regardless if I'm gay, I'm not. I'm still yeah. I'm still a dude. You know what and I mean? And also, you, yeah. you, you could probably look at it from the aspect of mm-hmm. maybe this isn't exactly where life is supposed to have you at right now right. with this person anyway. Okay. And that's literally how I looked at the situation. Right. I'm like, you know what? I've done what I needed to do. I've reached out a few times. Right. And if you're just going to be an asshole, then that just means that you're not meant to be in my life okay. right now. Doesn't mean that I don't want you and your business to succeed. Yeah, it yeah. just means that... We're not supposed to mesh at this right. moment. Maybe life will bring us back around. I think even sitting here is a perfect example mm-hmm. with each other. Yeah, you know, true. I didn't think a year ago that we were going to have this. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm really, really happy that we had the opportunity to kind of just squash it previous, like, you know, a yeah. little bit of squashage <laughs> and then squash it now. Yeah. Let this be an example to you all. If there's an issue, just fucking sit down and have a conversation. Yeah. You know Very what I mean? True. I was I would have let Juliana punch me in the face. It's fine. <laughs> you know? I've been punched in the face a hundred times. It'd be all right. So okay. that's the difference of... Men and boys. Okay. Women and girls. Yeah. And that's how I have to look at it. Like if you're not if you're not ready to step to the table, mm-hmm. then that just means you're not on my level. I got you. I, I tell everybody, you know what? I may be a bitch too, but I'm not bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you want to know what? I'm still a man at the end of the day, and I I, I expect to be treated as yeah. such. Very true. Do you see what I'm yeah. saying? I, I can be gay, bottom all fucking day, but I'm still a man. Yeah. You treat me as such. Yeah. You give me the respect that I deserve as a man because I'm coming at you with nothing less. You want me to treat you like a bitch? Take your clothes off, get in my bed, and let's let's do this. <laughs> right? That's it. Anyway, <laughs> moving forward, darling. <laughs> all right. And, and you know what? In regards to that particular person, if the, if they ever watch it, which I really doubt they'll watch this, but you know, um, I have no bad blood. I have nothing but love for that person, and I really hope that if he knows who he is, let's have a sit down. Let's yeah. talk about it. We 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 owe it to each other. So moving forward, okay. So Juliana, we we got the JR renovations. Okay, mm-hmm. we got the JR CrossFit, and um, they've been two successful endeavors, mm-hmm. right? So they're still going strong. Can you mm-hmm. talk to us just a little bit about that? Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, JR CrossFit has been in the works now for eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, we've actually had some people that come to us and wanted to buy it gotcha. for a little over a quarter of a million. <laughs> Uh, we've only invested about 51000 total into everything whenever we first started up. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's going strong. Uh, JR Renovations is insane. Wow. It is insane. We, we've grossed over millions last year. Wow. But this year, going into February, mm-hmm. we're already past that. I got you. And I'm like, holy shit, we're only into February. Yeah. So we just purchased our our own building we've mm-hmm. had our own brick and mortar building but it's being le- it was leased right uh, but now we've purchased our own building right off i-35 so okay. i didn't bite off more than i could chew whenever i first started for sure uh, that's so that's not our only endeavors i also um am partnership in a company called concentrated blends uh-huh. so um i'm sure that once this gets out there people are going to be like oh she's a dope dealer uh, but basically <laughs> what it is is um I'm going to be, well, I legally sell marijuana. Oh. I just don't do it here in Texas. Okay. Um, so what it is, is I'm partnered with a guy that's in Washington. I actually went to school with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and my bank is in the process of getting, it's basically hemp farms. Right. I'm um, getting it all set up. I've already bought property. We're going to be cultivating the land. Wow. Um, but uh, what he does is we get everything from gummies mm-hmm. to um, bombs, lotion, you name it. Wow. Any type of product that you can think of of um we have all of that and it's in dispensaries in washington all these different places right right um and we've we've labeled it we've branded it, we have right. a website for it uh-huh. and then once it becomes legal in texas 
We're ready to rock and Baby, roll. Baby, you ain't going to never have a financial worry in the world. Never. Okay. Like, wow. We're ready to rock and roll. Yeah. And our bank, I just got to give a shout out to TFMB, your banker okay. life, Kevin Dobbs, banker, uh, the most awesome banker that you could ever have. Uh, I can go to him at any point and just say, hey, I need this, Kevin, and they mm. get it done for me. I pitched his proposal and was basically like, hey, I know people are probably going to think of me like queen of the South yeah. after this, <laughs> uh, but I promise you it's going to make multi-million dollars. Absolutely. And so mm -hmm. this is what I want to do. And he was yeah. like, no problem. When, when we went to Vegas, I don't like do stuff like that. I don't mm -hmm. really, I, well, I never have even smoked a cigarette or weed, nothing like that. It's just not my thing. Yeah. Um, it's like unappealing to yeah. me. You know what I mean? But my the guys were, you know, like, you know, there, yeah. was, there was weed dispensaries. It's Weed's crazy. expensive. It's so expensive. It's crazy. Girl, and you know, the cookies did look good, but I was like, I don't know about $50 from the cookies. Yes, you know it's crazy. I mean? Yeah. And so literally, I have not done anything since I, it's probably been 20 something oh, years. Oh, cool. Yeah, don't Congrats. touch anything. Mm -hmm. Don't do anything anymore. Mm -hmm. That's, I very rarely drink. Uh, uh, but if I can make money off of it, uh, I was, I've been raised with the motto, if it doesn't make money, it doesn't make sense. Uh oh, hey, that's a good one. Okay. Yeah. So, so you, this is all just the money thing for you. I mean, I mean, mm -hmm. I, which is fine. It's you know, business. It, it's business. Yep. There you go. I didn't mean that's on the horrible one. I said, yeah. it, it's all business. You know, yeah. Juliana, we do have to wrap up here in a second, but yeah. not before I get into this. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your personal life. I mean, okay. you are an open, openly lesbian woman. Mm -hmm. um, you got the family. The wife is beautiful. You got the kids. The kids yeah. came and helped you flamethrower the stairs. Mm -hmm. um, can, uh, I hope this is not too personal but okay. i i've got questions about okay. this okay um the kids mm -hmm. who birthed the kids so she actually has two kids okay. uh, from previously before she was with mm -hmm. guys okay got yeah. you and then we have one together his name is jace mateo he's okay. biologically mine yeah yeah but she birthed him so she's the birth mother so is it your eggs it's my can, egg. can you walk us through that i'm, yeah, I'm curious because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have a question yeah sure okay. okay so basically um decided that i wanted to have a baby right and i was like we're gonna do this we went to austin awesome place up there fertility place uh, -huh. uh dr hansen uh she's god sent walked in there and i was like look i'm ready to have a baby yeah so they harvested all these eggs inside of me um and then it was like a freaking brochure we mm -hmm. went through and we were like okay we're gonna find a donor yeah. um found a donor everything is all done legally wow. like legally to a t it okay. is binding um and we found a donor he is super awesome like mm -hmm. I, we've never met him we okay. just see like his profile we can hear his voice we see videos wow. of him and uh we bought his sperm in a vial like he's just like here you go like yep bought okay. his sperm in a spot it's from a sperm bank so again yeah. everything's all legal right right uh it was brought in they took my eggs out of me and then they created embryos okay of those embryos i had eight embryos mm -hmm. um the first four were genetically tested so i knew what i was going to have wow so we could tell boys or girls okay out of those four that were first um tested all of them were girls okay. except for one okay and so i knew i wanted a boy right so i still have four little girls oh they're just frozen okay embryos okay are you ever going to Wait, so they're yours? Yeah, they're mine. They're just over there chilling. They're chilling. So are you ever going to like have them? Like how does, so and I don't mean to sound kind, ignorant. No, 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 yeah, 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 no, 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 okay. kind of, uh, I've gone back and forth about that. Okay. Um, but what I think I may do is there are a lot of families out there that can't afford it. Oh, okay. It is very, uh, very expensive. Right. It, insurance is not covered. Literally, me and my wife dropped $50,000 in cash. What, to have the baby? To have the baby. Wow. It's a very expensive baby. Okay. And, baby, you better um, do something with that. There's a lot of people that can't do, that yeah, can't yeah. 
can't afford that. Okay. They can't. And so I've been looking into, okay, maybe donating my next, uh, my, my eggs right. um, to a family that has tried and wants, wants a baby. Okay. Wow. That is actually, that that would help a lot of people. Yes. That would. I know there's a lot of people out there who are struggling with not being able to have kids and stuff. Yes. That's really generous of you. Okay. So, wow. Cool. Okay. So, so you have the, the four, how, how long do they keep them frozen? For years. Just. It can be, yeah. They're in a cryobank. Uh, Oh, okay, got you. Okay, so so it's your son, like your biological son, and then mm-hmm. they put the the they put the embryo in her, in her, and then she gets pregnant. She baked him. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so that's how that works. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if you were the one that was actually pregnant. Nope. And, and okay. then we had a natural birth. Okay. Uh, so everything was all natural. Uh, Waco Birthing Center, props out to them too. Mm. Everything is just a very intimate setting. Wow. Nothing's at the hospital. Okay. Um, it, it was the first time. I've seen it in nursing school, but, you know, being on the side of it, actually being your own child. Right. Uh, it's, it's amazing mm. how what a female body can handle. And so, I mean, I got to give her all the props for that, for having my baby. Like we decided this was the way that we wanted to do it. We had it naturally and she took it like a champ. Okay. Wow. That is so freaking cool. I did not know that that's how that works. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you guys have three, four kids. How old is your son now? Three. He's 18 months old. Oh, okay. Oh, you just had him. That was just, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's a handful. Okay, cool. So, so for, you have your one son. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so you're pretty much, like we said, you were just, um, thinking about donating the other four. Yes. Let us know what you do with that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah I think that's, wow, Juliana, I think that is so awesome. Um, you know what? Real quick, I just want to ask this real quick. <laughs> I know we have to wrap up shit. Okay. Um, the, the wife, you mentioned she was with, can, I, can we talk about this? Yeah, okay. yeah. She was with men before. Mm-hmm. You know, I love turning me on a nice straight man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Was there a sense of empowerment for you where you're like, yeah, look what you men can't do. You know what I mean? um, she actually came out of a very bad situation. Oh, okay. um, so our middle son, his dad is a real piece. Okay. Like literally, um, he would, I guess you would probably say he was a pimp oh. um, because he had a, girlfriend that was like 17 at the time and he was in his 30s Mm. uh prostituted her out oh wow my wife never did any of those things but he was like trying to be drug dealer you know and she had had they had had their youngest son Mm. and um he just decided that that's not what he didn't want that and literally left her broke she didn't have a penny to her name when i first met her um they were Hamburger helper. Okay. Um, you know, she had, she now, I got to give her her props. You know, she had some money in her bank account. She had just bought her first house. Um, but literally like, you know, our middle son was Walmart shoes. Nothing wrong with that. She was doing the best that she could, but she was left in a very bad spot. Okay. Got you. Okay. I got you. And so would you, which is great, by the way, would you say you turned her gay or would you say actually when we first met, Uh um, there was not that connection when oh, we first met. Okay. Now, I remember seeing her and I was like, oh, she's she's hot. Right, right. And I was I was her trainer. That's how we met. I was her trainer. God. And um <laughs> she could show if she was sitting here, she would tell you to this day uh-huh. that I it would upset her that I wasn't giving her the time of day. Uh, I was single and jamma. I would do the the side hug, oh hey girl, how you doing? Uh-huh. You know, but, but she wanted the full Yeah, hug. you could tell she wanted more, right? <laughs> okay. Um and then one thing just kinda led to another. Okay. And that's kinda how we I, I love when that happens. <laughs> when it's always the one you least expect. It's like, whoa. I least expected <laughs> yeah, that. Like, yeah. I never thought that I would go from being in the relationship that I was in mm. and then dating a lady that had two kids. Yeah. I just never thought that and that would And this is happen. your soulmate. You guys are married. Yes, Correct. Married. Okay. Yes. How long? 
Uh, eight. Well, I have it tattooed. Oh, darling. Because I don't remember. Oh, okay. uh, 4.28, uh, eight years ago. Eight years ago. Yeah, wow. Congratulations ago. to you, you, Juliana. You know what? Um, unfortunately, we are running out of time, but I do want to let you know that I really appreciate you coming on to the public Thank affair. You for having um, me. Did I leave anything out? Is there anything like shout outs you want to give? Anything else you want to touch on? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, I think we've pretty much covered it all. We did, darling. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, yeah. th thank you again so much for coming on to the public affair. Um, best of luck to you and your family. Um, best of luck to JR Renovations. Thank best you. of luck to JR CrossFit. If you guys are looking for a gym, if you guys are looking for renovations, you can hit up JR CrossFit. You yes. can hit up JR Renovations. They yes. got you, okay? Um, Juliana, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on to the public affair, taking you. time out. Go back with the family, okay? okay. Go camp. You know, yes. let me let me know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, thank you guys again so much for watching this episode of The Public Affair. Before we go, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few more sponsors of the show. Of course, the Soka Soccer Academy with Dominic Gutierrez and Ariana Gutierrez located at 3304 Franklin Drive. They offer team, small group, and individual skill training and elite skills training to make your kid a superb star athlete with Dominic Gutierrez. They also have open play on Mondays and Wednesdays for 16 and older at 8.30 p.m. with Maro. I call him Silly Buns. We're really great friends. Okay. <laughs> it's only five bucks to play, so if you're into soccer, make sure you go check that out. Follow on Facebook at Soko Soccer Academy and on Instagram at Soko Soccer 254. Dominic Ariana, thank you so much you've done for me. You know, they've helped me shred tons. Of, Julian, I, me. I have seen your girl, trans girl episode. transformation. Oh, God, yes. I can't. Yes, thank you. I actually know them. I know oh, all them. Yeah, oh, okay. Isaac. So Isaac used to be a trainer at my gym yeah, yeah. for a very long time. Oh. Yeah, and so I know London. I know them. Oh, yes. And then uh, the brother-in-law or the uh, brother of London, Dominic, uh, he yeah. used to be there at my gym too, kind of coming in and out. Shout out to um, them. But yeah, whenever I heard that they were getting their place together, uh, Good. Mad props. Oh, For yeah. me, Hispanic, minority, like, You're all about I'm it. all about people starting their I love own. It. And if people mm -hmm. ever want to come to me about uh, entrepreneurship mm -hmm. or investing, I'm really big into that right now. So I really, I'd like for people to give me their business proposals, yeah. give me their pitches, their business plans, and I'll see if that's something I want to invest in. Sounds good. We appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, Dominic got my body looking right. Yeah. Dominic and Isaac, I would say, and London. Yes, they, they all, look, look at that. Okay, <laughs> okay. Really my, my DMs are still in a little trouble. Anyway, <laughs> so big shout out to Soko Soccer Academy with Dominic Gutierrez and Ariana Gutierrez. Of course, the Pollo Box and Audio with Jeffrey Monreal, home for all your LED needs and auto accessories, installation of stereo door speakers and audio systems he also specializes in building custom subwoofer enclosures and much more he's definitely a jack of all trade he does tinting he does every single thing to make your car look super snackish he's the reason why i didn't buy a brand new car because my car looks hot now he's your one-stop shop to get done in everything in one roof did I say that right? To yeah. get everything done in one room. Jeffrey Monreal with Pollo Box and Audio. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair, bro. And of course, ooh, I'm going to go see them right now. I think they're at Soko Soccer Academy. Junior Banda with Fat Boy Michelada and Botana provides the best Michelada and Botana plates for yourself or for a party. He has a menu of a ton of different items, including Botana bowls, chamoy, pickles, and more. Um, if, you, if you've never had it, you no, should. No, I get, haven't. Girl, I you to got to. It. Oh, yeah. it's so good. That it's and Peewees. Oh, Peewees. Oh, darling. Okay. Yes. Yes. I need to go try them out. Yes. And Fat Boy Michelada and Botana is definitely my vice. I love rolling around in those botana bowls and those botana trays. They're locally operated, so make sure you get the best and not the rest and follow on Facebook and Instagram at Fatboy Michelada y Botana and place your orders now. Thank you so much to my boy Junior Banda for sponsoring this episode. Again, to everybody who tuned into this episode, thank you guys so much for all your love and support. Um, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to Ms. Juliana Resendez. Thank you for, for coming on. Yes. I'm really happy we finally me. got to have this sit down. For I really sure. am. I, I gr I'm grateful for it and best of luck to you. Seriously. You. Okay. Y'all will be seeing me on Best of Waco. Uh, I will win the Best of Waco. Yes, this year. okay. We're gonna we gonna watch, watch for you, girl. Watch. <laughs> yeah, she she's out on a mission. And don't forget, darling, to always <laughs> let me play. Okay, keep it between us. <laughs>
This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>